Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to She Speaks Bravo. I'm Emily. Today is Atlanta Day, reunion part one. Nice and light for a reunion until until we got into Marlo's package. And then not so light. Not so light. But we'll get we'll get into that. Kendrick and I will break it all down. But before before he joins me, let's handle some business, okay? If you are not already subscribed, please consider subscribing. I'm finishing up Atlanta, I'm finishing up Beverly Hills, which is going to take forever, it feels like. And Southern Charm. I'm covering that as well. And they just filmed their reunion today. Salt Lake City, when that comes up, I'm doing that and I'm doing Potomac. And I'm also going to be recapping the Lori Vallow Netflix three-part docu-series, Sins of My Mother or Our Mother? Sins of My Mother. Either one, one of those. I'll be recapping that as well. That is premiering tomorrow, which will be, if you're not listening to it exactly when I put this out, it's going to be premiering Wednesday, September 14th. I'm, I'm assuming Netflix is releasing it all at once. And I'm also going to be recapping Real Bling Ring. And if you're not familiar with that story, it's about the, this is about early 2000s when those wannabe celebrities broke into all of these celebrities' houses and stole their clothes and wore them publicly. And then they became like trash celebrities themselves. (laughs) So they are doing a three-part docuseries on that. And that is being released, uh, I believe, next Tuesday, which is September 21st. I will also be recapping that. So lots of fun stuff coming up. So yeah, if you're already subscribed, you know I love you. I love you, mean it. All right, let's get Kendrick in here and get into this reunion. Hi, Kendrick. Oh, hi, hello. How are you? I'm wonderful. I'm very excited to be on my big brother journey thanks to you, Donnie, Mm -hmm. and... Chelsea, honestly, Chelsea, it's like it's repetition works because you guys yes. post about it enough that I'm like, okay, they wore me down. Mm-hmm. It's so I feel like last season would have been a great one to like be your introduction because that was the first one where like CBS was like, you know what? We have not done a good job of like including everyone in this conversation because it's usually like they're like 14 cast members every season, 16, something like that. Usually like 13 of them are like, white and then there's like one random black person you might get one other race in there like maybe an asian guy you know something like that maybe but they've now like committed to being like you know what we've got to like actually like throw our net because it used to be like oh we're gonna cast like these supermodels and them and them then there's always like one random person who's just like a regular like mom from kentucky and it's like (laughs) i'm rooting for her because she's the only person i know out of this cast like forget (laughs) all of y'all so last season was a good one. I'll, we'll, we'll talk because I have a whole we're going to go on a journey. You should. Yeah, like don't I won't just go in without consulting with you. OK, because I feel like Chelsea's moving kind of at a slow pace. And so I finished. See, You know, we we all watch six together. I finished six in like 
an aggressively short amount of time. And yeah. so, you know, Chelsea, I, I work from home still. So Chelsea, you know, was she has to, you know, get the kids ready for bed and all that kind of stuff when she gets home and, you know, a whole different life than what I'm living. So mm-hmm. I feel like you two would probably finish around the same time. And if that's the case, we can all watch season 10 together. Oh, OK, yes. 10. OK, I think mm-hmm. I saw something that she said about 10. OK, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, no, I finish. I've been shows embarrassingly fast, too. So I got on a Better Call Saul trip i only okay so i tried to watch it um i I tried to watch it like right when it came out Mm -hmm. but i didn't like seeing saul as like a down and out character i loved the character on breaking bad who was like hey Mm -hmm. i got it all together hey you know Mm -hmm. and so they i get that they were like this is his origin story but i was like i'm not ready yet i am not ready to see him like struggling Mm -hmm. so i could not get into it i just wanted to i didn't i wasn't prepared for that and so i really i watched it that's a show you have to pay attention to yeah too much stuff happens silently like like if you were looking down you don't know that a lot of things are actually happening and so when you Mm -hmm. look up you're like why he's dead right (laughs) it's like the game of thrones like dead and house of dragon it's like if you like accidentally like look over and like oh what are you doing down there you've like missed an entire murder and death it's like a whole like you're like wait wait what happened no, I have to put my phone like across the room because yeah. I would keep looking at it. So when I, I keep pausing it, too, because if I get on Instagram and something's interesting, I keep pausing it because I'm like, I need to pay attention to this and then put Same. it down. But I'm already on uh, season four, episode like seven. How, how many episodes I, are there about a season? Ten. Because I haven't gone on a journey yet. Okay. 10 which is to me i'm like that's not that big a deal but i said that to someone else and they go wait didn't you just didn't you just start back at one like the other day and i was like i don't know i don't like your tone right first of all okay i don't like what you're implying and yes Mm -hmm. i did just start again the other day okay boom yes because i like i get to the point where i can't do anything else until i get caught up Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like, so I'm like, I, and I have, I'm becoming, I'm like, I'm kind of freaking myself out because I need to like have the blind shut so I can see it. Cause it's all so dark. So I'm like, so now Isn't I'm like in a dark room <laughs> like all day long trying right. to watch better call Saul. I'm like, Emily, you need to get out of the house. Oh my God. There. So are you watching house of the dragon? I can't, okay, can't remember. I'm, I'm going to start because you okay. and Kaya convinced me. Oh my god! Kaya said, "Because when Kaya said, cause I was so mad at Game of Thrones, I can't tell same. you how." Oh, same. That was an insult to us who had been watching mm-hmm. for years. That mm-hmm. whole last season, I was like, "What did they cut? Did they cut your budget? What the fuck happened to Just you guys?" Everything was bad. Like the character, it it developed too fast. It's like you took all this time to make six episodes. Why? Why like you, we could have you could have stretched this out over 10. You could have given us three or four other seasons. Like, what was the point of this? I don't understand. It just none of it made sense. So uh, I don't know. It so, was, but, it was all... but because Kay said that even though mm-hmm. she was mad, she still likes House of the Dragon. Yes, that's all I needed to hear. Um, so, oh, I'm I'm obsessed with it. Me and her both like if she watches before me on a Sunday because like I'm doing something. She's like, go home right now. Like, okay. stop what you're doing watch the episode is so good like i've loved every episode so far it reminded me of like why i was obsessed with game of thrones in the first place and so it's oh yes and plus it focuses on our favorite people like 
I was a Daenerys guy. Like I, that was my girl. Like, okay, yes, we love John. We love, you know, oh, no. yada, yada, yada. She of course, was but it. She was that girl. Yes. She Beyonce was track one. She was that girl. Yes. And so I was, um, I love me some dragons, some Targaryens, all of this. So I was, that's how it really got us in. Cause had, had they focused on anyone else, we would have been like, okay. You gotta um, imagine it was like John's. Ooh, what is that? Oh my God. What was Sorry. that? My dog just kicked so and it made the sound bar come on. Oh my <laughs> god, that just scared the crap <laughs> out of me. Oh my god, <laughs> dear lord, everyone. That would have given me a heart. That would have given me a heart attack too. <laughs> that would have freaked me out too. I'm so it was jumpy like slow anyway. jazz music too. Like what is happening? <laughs> You're like, where does that? What is the origin of that? Right, it was mm. just too much. That oh dear. <laughs> this is why I keep water next to me. And I don't have my water. They'll see that's a bad sign right there. Here, I don't I'm, have my water. I'm going to pause it so you can go get your water. Okay. Kendrick has his water. We're back. And I didn't realize that Kendrick was unaware of the fact that Cherie Zambino, for anyone who listens to my Beverly Hills recaps, you already know uh -huh. this, but he didn't know <laughs> that Cherie Zambino posts on Instagram um, asking for donations with her to her cash app and her and she leaves her cash app and her Venmo. So she'll give her, you know, she'll do her like a word on today. And at the end, and it will be many ask about sewing into these words and have. Thank you. Sewing is an opportunity, all caps and wave spiritual agreement and participation. Even if it's one dollar, it's a legit seed, all caps. Remember, you reap what you sow. No sowing, no reaping. Let's get into agreement and grow together. And then here's dollar sign Cherie Zambino cash app at Cherie Zambino Venmo. What is it going to? She's very much bordering on like scam artist preacher energy. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if I need to see her back next season. I don't know. Oh, no, that... no, 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 no. Oh, dear. Oh. That's OK. She wasn't even at the reunion, so I don't think they were right next year. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, dear. Doesn't that really kind of make you like you're like, oh, is that why you like because you know that she went on um, behind the velvet rope and said that the most genuine and authentic people were Diana and Erica. Oh, girl. Oh, you've lost. <laughs> you've lost. Oh, boy. Yeah, go. Okay, go find Will Smith. I don't know. You you know what? You need to go to the red table. Go to the red table with Jay. Go to the red table. In. Yeah, go go over there because I don't oh, I don't know what you're doing. Right? I don't like this. What the fuck? This is like, do you remember when <laughs> it's so random, but do you remember when Kim Zosiak launched that random church? No. <laughs> Oh my God! Yes, the spiritual like yes. <laughs> you had to pay her like seventy five dollars a month for like some spiritual. Oh my God! Like what? And, it became, why, and like, people like outed her about it. It's crazy, Kim. Like, but all her stuff is a scam. Yeah, like Kim has literally like she collects money and then uh. she'll like the websites go down. They never come back up, and people never get their products. Like uh, Kim. Oh boy. A well, speaking artist. of. <laughs> Sheree. Okay. Mm -hmm. So first Kiki at the talk of shame found mm -hmm. someone sent her that it was that her, that, you know, one of the Sheree's like set, sets her workout sets. That's like the, 
the leopard print, whatever mm-hmm. is was sold at Walmart. Mm-hmm. Then someone else was like, I'll even do you one better. It's sold on AliExpress. Now, oh, here's I, now I had just had a conversation with the follower. They had sent me a message saying that um, they're like, I want to see how she takes the Walmart logo out and puts her thing. I go, no, it's probably just she probably gets it from a wholesale wholesaler. Mm-hmm. And it's just like a, some shitty temp, like it's some shitty, awful, you know, template design and then it's mm-hmm. called white labeling because i was looking at when i was like you know trying to be trying to find my next business venture i was looking into drop shipping and that's essentially what sheree is doing because oh. she didn't design anything because she's not a fucking designer right so this she just went on because it is a dark time when you are looking for products to sell to people that aren't pieces of crap on AliExpress. Because what you're trying to do is you're trying to find low cost things that you can mark up so mm-hmm. that you can make a profit. So the fact that she found something you can purchase on AliExpress, I'm not I can't stress enough how tacky and horrible Everything is like I tried to sell mm-hmm. like I was like, maybe I'll, I got a bunch of sample products and everything. I was like, I can't sell these to human beings. I'm a, like, I'm too. <laughs> and like, I just I like I'm Wait too like I have too much of like a moral high ground to do this to people. And so she is selling that set for one hundred and forty two dollars. Girl, everything about. OK. You sent me on a tangent. <laughs> one night because one of your followers had DM'd you and they were like, do you know if you click on it, it goes into the cart and then it becomes another price? I was like, no fucking way. There is absolutely <laughs> no way this is true. I got on there. You don't even have to make it to the cart. When, you, when you're when you on, like when you click on apparel, like everything pops up, whatever, you click on the shirt, the shirt shows like $82. When you just click on it to view it, once you get to that page, $144. i am like, wait a minute. Like, this is the big... Sheree is running the biggest scam that I have ever... Like, are you kidding me? Did you also see that thing I posted, how it said free shipping? The minimum was like $490 for free shipping. Yes. Someone else pointed out that actually, like... Because, you know, there's like little, like, icons on the screen. One one of the icons says $150 will get you free shipping. Mm. So she's just... It's just like saying whatever, like spend 150 to get free shipping. But then if you were to put Girl. 150, it would say, actually, no, it's four hundred ninety dollars. See, uh-uh. <laughs> sure, you know what? Jail, 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 <laughs> jail. Put her jail. in there because what are we doing? Jail. I was trying to think, what is the name of that? There was a an Amazon documentary. I think it was like a four part docuseries that we all watched. It was about a popular like multi level marketing clothing. LuLaRoe. I was going to say Lululemon. I'm like, I know that's not close, right. LuLaRoe. Okay. LuLaRoe. It's, yes. It's, it's. Oh, sure. Right. I oh, would respect you if you would like come up with like a something like that. almost. <laughs> like you're I, doing never your alley clothes and okay, fine. That's but... essentially what candy runs. Hello. Kind of with the sex toys. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's bordering on it. But I know that Candy actually has product and like she we would by this point at this point, we would see so many things about her running like a scam. Right. You know what I mean? That people would be and people love that bedroom that. candy way too much to like for it to actually be wrong. So, yeah. So yeah. 
I need to buy some of that. Actually, I need to support candy. We both need. I know we need to like look around the site. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 just, I'm feeling you. I, yeah. Like, then what, what mm-hmm. are we doing? Mm-hmm. Duh. Because Candy knows what, she, Candy knows what she's doing mm-hmm. in that department. I'm just, I was like Googling. I'm like, what's the best? What are we thinking? Right. Candy. Mm-hmm. Candy knows. Speaking of Candy, look at these segues. Ooh, Do you see I these know. Segues? Look at this. Ooh, it's like the, good. the Renaissance transitions right now. <laughs> Yes, because <laughs> nothing like those. Okay. Oh, the first time I listened to that album, I was like, oh I was driving, and every single time, I was like, "Was this a new song?" Right. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh my god. god! I had my good. See, I only like I, around like when I go like running and so like I just put in my like AirPods or whatever. I put on my good like those big Sony's that like cover like half your head, look like you're wearing like a helmet. I put those on to listen to the album. Oh my God. The most amazing experience. experience. It felt like I was at the movies. Oh my God. Experience. The <gasps> pure honey into summer Renaissance transition. Yes. I listen to it once a day, minimum. Mm-hmm. More like seven times a day, to be honest with you. My favorite transit, because I'm something about, you know, I'm a Virgo. So when, oh, I, when oh, I, oh. Plastic Off the Sofa is my song. And when it goes in the Virgo's groove, oh my god it's just everything you're right a little slow clap for that moment yes um but speaking of candy candy has opened a can of worms today i think Mm -hmm. that i think we're about to start seeing a whole lot more carlos king stories come out so if you missed it uh Candy was doing speak on it, but she was doing one of those live ones where she, where she, people were like writing in questions and someone wrote in, are you and Carlos King still cool? Or do you have a relationship or what is your relationship? And she was like, nothing. We don't have a relationship. No, we are not cool. And so Kendrick and I have like I have been asking Kendrick, like, what do you know? Like, we don't we don't <laughs> understand what this relationship is because we know there's tension. Mm-hmm. But Todd and Carlos have a show together. Is it a mm-hmm. new show? It premiered in 2021. OK, so yes, it's fairly, you know, like the, and they announced they're coming back for a second season. So. It's and now, happening. see, I wonder if maybe that's been in the works for a while. And they I like, believe so. It was right? supposed to happen like years ago, like to the point where like, I think the uh, so the premise of the show is like they get like either old R&B singers or like people that used to be in girl groups. They like put them together in a house mm. to like build this like album. It, first of all, it is the most amazing season of television like it is so good like what's it called they, oh, it's called the encore the and encore yes oh my god i don't know i don't know if we were following each other at that point but when that was on i was obsessed with that show <laughs> it was so good do you remember that group oh Cherish? wait i remember you talking about it all the time <laughs> yeah you were talking about the encore all the time yes that i remember was, now um, do you remember that group Cherish? That's about oh, yeah. where it dropped. So two of those girls were twins and they were on the show. When I tell you they were the two messiest people <laughs> on. T- oh, my God. It was to the point where I was like, Atlanta says that they're trying to rebuild like this cast. Put them on it. Like okay. put, take both of them and put them on the show. So good. So that's just a plug. Y'all watch the show. If you have time, go check it out. But all that to say this show, I think initially was supposed to happen years ago like so far back to where i think farrah franklin from destiny's child 
was gonna be on the show but i think matthew was like oh no 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 you're not and i think he got involved somehow and that got kaput so no pharaoh so because candy does reference in this so okay let me mm-hmm. tell the story better. So Candy goes on House of Aaron, who he's big time. He does all the big interviews with everybody. Mm-hmm. And he says, look, my people have been asking what the hell is happening with you and Carlos King because of your speak on it answer. When someone asks about your relationship, you were like, mm-hmm. we don't have a relationship. And she she said that after season nine, um, she thought, you know what? Let's actually make a movie about escape and how we came up and then it, and she was talking to some director friend of hers and he was like oh someone's already making that and it turns out carlos was already shopping around a project about it and you don't need the rights to do it because she's a public figure they already had done uh behind that but not behind the music but uh unsong on tv one okay unsong yep <clears throat> She even called it behind the music, too. She yeah, was like, she whatever. <laughs> I knew immediately what she was talking about, too, because I watch all the unsongs are so good. They're, are like they? behind, they're like behind the music, behind the music. Like oh. they get on there like the artists get on them because behind the music. Sometimes it's just like people around them that are telling the story about them. Unsong is them in the chair telling their story and like sometimes you know group members hate each other so they yes. get them in a chair and like someone else is off the scene she's like that bitch lying that ain't what happened let me tell you what really you know like that kind of so it's like okay get okay. the popcorn like this gonna be good okay so so because of that carlos mm-hmm. was had the ability to just make the movie and it really hurt candy because she's like he never even told me mm-hmm. he was actually he had told mama asked mama joyce if she would be willing to sit down to you know answer some questions he, he, she not telling her what the project was so she felt it was just all very sneaky mm-hmm. candy at the end of this is crying she's so mm-hmm. hurt she's still so hurt mm-hmm. because she's like this is my story i can't believe you know he would do that and it really just painted a whole picture of it because i'm not kidding you i was going to talk about it today i was going to say you know what i'm starting to think that carlos king might have been the one that told phaedra that candy and todd that's what everybody assumed because if if you don't know the rumor about um Mm -hmm. why phaedra has been so tight-lipped about you know what really happened with the whole drugging incident and why she is that carlos king supposedly allegedly was the one who said to phaedra you know candy and todd said they were going to drug phaedra and that (laughs) that was what (laughs) that was what happened Uh and that's why phaedra can never ever ever say what happened However, that's not what happened. Right. It's this. And Phaedra is still super shady because even when she had an opportunity on Girl Strip to say it, she's like, well, we'll never know. I'm like, you can say it right now. (laughs) Right. You can clear it all up. But okay. Say it right now. But okay. No. All righty. So you just made it up. So we still are going to assume you just literally made it up because you wanted Portia to. Okay. Got it. Yep. (laughs) So that rumor can be put to bed. Now we can tackle this. But then Mm. so Candy doing this then opened the door for Kendrick. Now you take it from here. Oh, God. Okay. So I want y'all all all to know that this one we're not going to believe. And I'm going to tell you why, though. Okay. Okay. So for all of you love and hip hop fans, specifically Atlanta, 
you know, the early, early, early seasons with K. Michelle, Rashida, and, you know, Erica Dixon, all of them on there, Jocelyn Hernandez, all of them. Uh, the first season, like the second half of the season, the most kind of polarizing storyline was that K. Michelle had basically told the world she did like this like one woman play and she told the world about how she was physically abused by her ex-boyfriend and all this kind of stuff he was a music producer and how he beat her like viciously to the point where like she bleed out and like that kind of stuff and so Rashida came to the show and she talked to the other girls afterward and she was like I'm having a lot of trouble like you know kind of reconciling this because the person she's talking about is married to my best friend and of course, she was talking about Toya, who, if y'all don't know, God, let me paint all the straw. Toya is like Tiny's best friend, who was Candy's best friend. And, you know, like, they used to have a show together, Tiny and Toya. Uh, she used to be married to Lil Wayne. She's Regine's mom, like that Toya. So this is what she's talking about. She had a husband after Lil Wayne. His name was Memphis. And he was like this super big time producer, like produced tons of songs you heard on the radio and stuff so everybody knew who he was that's who she was referring to because he used to publicly you know be with k michelle nobody like you know knew that no one knew if this stuff was true or not but k michelle stood 10 toes on it they ended up going to court about this so there's all kind of legal documents and like he was found i oh god don't let me lie but he was it got to the point where everyone believed k michelle because the stuff that was coming out in court was like damning evidence against him and so candy this interview i think the neighborhood talk posted this clip of uh why candy was saying she doesn't mess with carlos and so he got on he said wow that's pretty fucked up he's also the one that told k michelle to tell people that i hit her before all for ratings k told me my brother right way to go los and it's like Everyone, literally everyone in the comments, like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, no, we we remember the court documents. Like, no, we're not falling for this. So even though, you know, because this still kind of opens up another can of worms because now it's like, okay, yeah. even though like we started stuff in court, there are going to be people out there like, wow. Oh, shit. Candy said this. So this has got to be true about him, I'm, too. So like, yeah, mm-hmm. because I've heard uh, like other people when I would post clips from Carlos's podcast, like when he would post stuff and I would mm-hmm. share it, I would get a lot of com- like a lot of messages of people being like, I don't trust him. He did X, Y and mm-hmm. Z. And I was like, oh, I didn't know. I'm not OK. I got some weird vibes from him when he had Claudia on. She, mm. I, I picked up on a few moments where because mm-hmm. she said she didn't talk to him for a minute and she was mad at mm. him for a minute and she's simply clearly like things you just let things go time goes by you know right. business is business I get it but same thing with Danielle I don't know I was just picking up some weird stuff and I was mm-hmm. like what am I picking up on mm-hmm. and and then someone said something about how he let Nini get away with being like really abusive for so many years and how he never said mm-hmm. anything. And I was just like, OK, yeah, I just never like saw it from another angle. Mm-hmm. And the fact, too, that he was right about the seating chart. I remember when he predicted the seating chart, and we were like, what is he talking about? Mm-hmm. He hates candy. <laughs> but then he was right. Yeah, because this whole thing. That's why, you know, candy has a ton of fan pages out there if y'all don't know and uh you know i I love a lot of them too shout out candy bears fan page love that Mm -hmm. account um but she has a lot of fan pages out there and so like i would always see stuff that's like 
man, he hates Candy so much. He would always say this and that about her. And I had never picked up on it. I thought it was just like him being, because, you know, he would talk about a lot of the cast. So I never picked up on it. I was just like, I don't know what they're talking about. I never caught on to that. And so obviously when he was saying like, she's going to be sitting on the end because like, you know, Sheree and Marlo, they'll be right there. But I was like, I don't know. Candy's having like her best season, but he, he ended up being right. So I was like, that's weird. But obviously too, I think it should be, you know, kind of pointed out that I think the current producers on the show came up under him. So like, that's why he was so confident this is going to be a good season. Cause like he knew like mm. the cast and stuff that were going to be on there. So he was like, okay, this will, you know, this is going to be a great mm. season. Cause I trust them to produce an actually amazing show. Okay. And they did. Mm-hmm. And they did. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get it, let's get into it. We've gabbed. Listen, I know we've been gossiping our asses off. Let's we do have it. <laughs> gabbed and gabbed. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, they're arriving to this reunion, and did you see Drew run into the door on her way in? <laughs> <laughs> I've so done that too. Where yes. the way she did it, where you just like run into it, then you have to look at the door like, hey. Right. <laughs> Why would you do that? How did where'd you come from? And it, it, like you can hear the cameraman be like, it's it was there the whole time. Like yep, that was there. The, the door was there. Nothing happened. Didn't move. You just ran into it. Right. It's so Drew. It's so Drew. Oh my so god. So Drew. Um she's I love how she's on the phone with Dr. Ken. <laughs> Dear Lord. He's doing nothing for her. And Dr. I love oh, it. And none I love of these, it. none of these therapists are no. I, I feel like I've watched a good week of like reality shows and i feel like every therapist that has popped up has just been like not want to say trash but not i I don't know if i would hire them i don't know if i would trust them with my secrets (laughs) you know what's crazy is that candy candace's mom gets has any clients (laughs) right but i think she said her practice is like flourishing as a result of the show Mm -hmm. i'm like i'm sorry they watched that and they're like she's she'd be good that's how it had ended the craziest shit. I opposite, opposite. Right. Um, weird. I was so yeah. uncomfortable when Andy went into Sonya's dressing room and did the bop, bop, bop because it it didn't work. Nah. First of all, whenever he dances or anything like that, I'm like, stop it, please stop it. <laughs> but he did the and even Sonya was even Sonya like recoiled. She was like, okay, you're my boss, right. so I'm gonna be. <laughs> laughing with you but i'm uncomfortable mm-hmm. very weird <laughs> don't do it andy no Stop no it. more mm-hmm. um marlo though she's clearly going to be like she, she's setting the tone she's contrite mm-hmm. she's 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 little she's sad marlo she's mm-hmm. ba- she's baby marlo she's Got read it. the comments online so uh-huh. she's like, let's adjust mm-hmm. and she's like i'm about to get ripped to shreds if i don't keep it together marlo mm-hmm. Um, Andy, when he walks into Candy's room, um, I don't know. Candy just has so much power. It, I feel like Andy's a little intimidated by Candy. Mm-hmm. You know what I, can I mean? See that. Yeah, right? I can see that. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like he's like, this is one person I definitely am not richer than. Because I feel like he, I, I don't know if I've ever known of an instant, probably just because Candy's usually not in the wrong in a lot of situations either. But like, I feel like we never see him come for candy and i feel like i don't know if it's like mutual adoration or like yeah. what it is, but i also feel like because i feel like it's when you know a lot of people just feel like he would he'd kind of 
not show favoritism. Well, yeah, he kind of showed favoritism toward Bethany in New York. And I feel like it's because Bethany is like his friend. The bot. Like, right. That's his friend. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, a, a yeah. Bot. Like that's, you know, everything. So, you know, that's Miss Skinny Girl. So I feel like he has sometimes on Watch What Happens Live, especially there are moments when I almost feel like embarrassed for the housewives that are on there. Cause I'm like, it feels like he's talking down to y'all so yes. much. And, and y'all are so like desperate to be on TV that you'll never say anything about it. And I feel like he knows who he can do that to, but he won't do it to certain ones. Like He's not going to do it to Candy. He'd never do it to Bethany. Like there are certain ones. He doesn't do it to Lisa Vanderpump. Like it's, it's always certain housewives. And I don't know. It's very like, I feel like he respects Garcelle a lot too. And so he never tries her either. So it's weird. So Candy, oh, yeah. Yeah, Candy's in the good lane. Candy's Pia and I have shame. been going off on it in voice notes back and forth this week <laughs> because he he can be downright fucking rude mm-hmm. on Watch What Happens Live sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it, what sparked it was when he was doing his stories from the Beverly Hills reunion. And I just didn't like it. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the tone. I didn't like I didn't like it. I didn't like mm-hmm. how he was just being so chummy with them. And then it just sparked how like it's time for him to stop doing reunions. Step back. Yeah, I need him to step back because he, he just he's just become, you know, I'm going to say something a bit controversial. No offense to anyone out there that falls in this category, but he's an older white gay man. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a little dated in a lot of the stuff he does and says. And mm-hmm. at this point now, he feels like he can treat people like shit. Yeah. And it's like, you can't. Okay, dude? Yeah. You can't. It's, and like, he needs some sensitivity training on a lot of shit, too. Yes. Because there are a lot of things that like, I feel like over the years, especially we've kind of, we've heard people say a lot that I'm always like, Mm, that's a good point. But then we always just like move on immediately. So it's never addressed. Like he always does this thing where for some reason he like wants to know specifics about how black housewives make money. And it's really weird. Like I remember when, do you remember on the Potomac reunion where he kept asking Monique and Chris or like about their, well, he doesn't play football anymore. What does he do for, yeah. you know, like that? And it was just, I, rem- I do remember, like, I didn't realize until someone pointed it out, but I remember watching that live and I was like, this is so fucking cringe. Like, why is he asking people like that much about their finances? You work on Bravo. Shouldn't y'all have done a background check if y'all want some people that are like of the affluent lifestyle? Like, you shouldn't be asking about how they make the- I don't. It's, it's just so weird. Like, he does these kind of things that are now becoming like tropes, but not in a good way. Yeah, like we, we like a trope when like a housewife brings on a friend and then they immediately turn on each other. Yeah. We love that kind of trope. Yep. But like these are bad tropes. No. Especially like the what work have you had done? Yes. Or yes. tell me about your sex life. Yeah. All the details. I'm like, Ugh. no, we don't need them, dude. Ugh. I don't need you. T- I don't need you mm-hmm. asking them their sex life stories. Weird. Like it's so uncomfortable. Ugh. And I again, like when he talks, when he is at the Atlanta reunions, we will see it a few times. It at times become it becomes offensive when he like doesn't get what they're talking about because it's just mm-hmm. a culture thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, OK, mm-hmm. Andy, you just don't get it. And that's OK. You just don't right. get it. OK, right. <laughs> I feel like there are enough candidates to like host these reunions. Like he could 
he could easily just do watch what happens live and like he has a million other things like he writes books he has radio andy he has i don't know what the hell else but he has a lot going on <laughs> like we don't need to like yeah. you don't need to host all of these reunions you're gonna get paid the same anyway so like and he looks exhausted doing them uh-huh. he looks over it he like he snaps at everybody like yes he starts getting bitchy and like annoyed i'm like uh-huh. you don't have to do it dude. and it's because he's fresh- doing them back to back to but he did what beverly hills then merits of medicine then southern charm is that yeah. how it went that's too within a week like less than a week that's crazy those three cast oh boy and if he doesn't produce this like he doesn't produce southern charm anymore he's not a producer on southern charm mm. you don't need to be it's there like, dude. right right you know you probably you probably like cram watched all the episodes like as mm. much as you could and then you were like okay let me just drag craig and austin a little bit right you know exactly get out of here just like when someone someone's gonna said, keep dragging andy this whole thing it's gonna be so fun i'm so excited we're just gonna keep going. i know I, I remember i i don't watch below deck like that like i'm trying i keep trying to jump in but then i just always forget to but someone told me like there was one reunion recently where like i feel like everyone could tell like they kept commenting on like they just felt like did you prepare for this like did you watch this season of below deck and it's like oh if you're getting to that point then I don't know, man. It might be There's time to so check out. There's so many other, like Kate Chastain. I keep pitching her, but mm-hmm. she would be fantastic for these, like Summer House, Southern Charm, Vanderpump. Like she mm-hmm. can handle those types of ones. There's a, like, yep. we got a million candidates out there. Right. A million people could do it. Right. Let's do it. We, we can figure this out. Even in the Bravo sphere, like there's enough. We could totally do this. Okay. Mm-hmm. People, other people need work. Shows that have been canceled. Come on now. Mm-hmm. I feel, you know what? Random. Then we can get, I promise we can get into it. <laughs> uh, but I feel like, especially like for like Atlanta, if Andy doesn't know what the hell is going on, I feel like he's not going to turn up control of Atlanta because he laughs way too much during those reunions so i think he genuinely enjoys those reunions but like i feel like an ebony k williams would be great to host oh. in atlanta reunion like she obviously Ooh. like has the podcast she does the 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 view and cnn Ooh. and like all this stuff i feel like she'd be a great but she has a great sense of humor too which i feel like fits in with them i feel like that would be a good reunion host. i love that kate chastain for the below day we could really give andy's job away but i guess that's not why we're we here. are ready <laughs> we have all the <laughs> candidates lined up all of them okay Ugh. All right. We're, OK, we're going to keep dragging him, though. Get ready, because we're not like we haven't even gotten in there yet. And he right. is just he made me so mad a lot of the time. OK, <laughs> he just looks dated. All right. Mm-hmm. He just looks like a dinosaur sitting out there. And I don't mean like looks wise. It's just like the energy, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, so he's on the set. I, I love that they built a fucking bridge like Get crazy. That is not cheap by the way they built no. they built a whole moat and a bridge that they can draw up once they all get on to set so they were in new york filming this right right which is crazy because they normally do it in atlanta don't they i think that some uh, a friend of mine said that she thinks it's due to covid because they didn't want andy mm. traveling so much uh, oh, oh because he has three reunions to shoot within less than a week okay gotcha hmm. a little crazy but okay and that mm. he went to he could go to L.A. for the Beverly Hills one because he can actually like take meetings while he's there because they have like other mm. things he could do. Or because he's friend, but or best because friends he's with the entire. OK, 
that that is the biggest conflict of interest reunion. I hate that he does mm-hmm. that. Reunion. I hate it. That's when I really wish we could have. Oh, we could have. Uh, oh, you know, out tagged him out. Yeah. Get out of there. Because I already know, like, we're not going to get the answers we need. But, oh, I okay. can feel it. I'm My expectations are in the gutter. Oh, all the way down. All the way to the gutter. And and I'll talk about it, I'm sure, with Pia at nauseum because we have been Pia and mm-hmm. I have been heated, angry, <laughs> upset. We have not been happy. We were like, we're just going to show up to the set and, be, and flash fake badges. Be like, we, we, uh, we need to get inside there. Right. We need to get inside and make sure the questions are being asked. Right. Because when he posted that story, we were like, this is the, this isn't going to work. Everybody sounds way too happy right now. Like, and, no. And especially Rena and Erica and Kyle. Exactly. Those three sounded especially <gasps> happy. I didn't like it. Uh, but if this is the direction that they're taking Beverly Hills, if this is what they're saying that they like Beverly Hills to be, that's fine. It's just not for me. Then I gave up. I gave up on Orange County because it just wasn't for me. Then Mm -hmm. I guess Beverly Hills just isn't for me. I could. I am like not the fan that will watch regardless. No, I will quit a show in a minute. Like I Orange County. I couldn't finish last season. I I gave it a chance because I'm the guy. I'm like, okay. I have to support. They just put the first black housewife on there. I've got to at least check it out to see horrible season. Couldn't watch it. Same. I watched it in spite of Heather because I'm not a Heather fan, by the way. I just I, I like how rich she is, but mm-hmm. that's really it. I don't know what her personality is besides money, but I it, I couldn't do it. I'm hoping that if Tamara comes back and but then yeah. again, I, I saw I'm gonna a try that. I'm going to try it. Somebody posted a picture, though, of the cast. And I was like, oh, this excites me in no way. It was See? like four of them, you know, five of them out somewhere. And I was like, oh, I'm I am not looking forward to that <laughs> yeah. don't need that back i don't know I'm not sure if mm-mm. so if if this is just what they want to do with beverly hills okay i've got potomac i've got atlanta mm-hmm. i you know i can move on you guys that's right fine. because if this Perfect is what you tell if this is how you like it you've you've told me what you're about mm-hmm. when people show you who they are believe them believe them believe yep. them got it mm-hmm. fuckers yeah, um, I can't believe they didn't know the seating at all until they got out there. They usually get like a chart backstage, right? But they were like, "No, this is more fun." <laughs> like Drew was genuinely know. shocked when Andy said she was about to sit next to Sonya. She was like, "What?" She's like, "Okay, <laughs> come on, friend." <laughs> yeah, Drew, Drew did a great job. This, re- I mean, I'm sorry, guys. Like, I know, I know, not everyone likes Drew, but I you have to give it to Drew. her. I'm sorry. She had a good time. She was she was laughing. She, you know, mm-hmm. um, I can't when Marlo sat. Mar- OK, look, Marlo <laughs> and Sheree sitting next to Andy. It just it really confused me. It really did. Like it confused most people. Yeah. And like like when he does the like the, you know, the hi, everyone. Oh, hi, 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 whatever. And when mm-hmm. when uh, he says Marlo and Sheree, like Marlo's first time as a peach holder and Sheree is back after all these years. They like, cut over to Kenya's face and she makes the right face. And mm-hmm. it's just like, are you kidding me? Right. Like, mm-hmm. Kenya cool. knows. Like, Kenya does not like being not next to Andy. She knows. It's like every time she is, she's like, okay, next season. Yeah. You'll next see- season. Yeah, right. You'll- <laughs> you asked for it. <laughs> you asked for it. Fine. Next season. Got you. I, I honestly, okay. So I, I didn't hate Marlo being, I expected Marlo to be in one of I the, did too. I did close too. Close to Andy because. Honestly, I'm sorry. Don't shoot me, people. I'm just a messenger. 
it was her season. Like she was in the forefront of everything going on. But I fully expected Marlo on this side and Candy on this side of Andy. Like I truly did. If not Candy, then maybe Kenya, just because she's the most like power player and has the most conflict with Marlo. So that would have been good. But I mean, I think Drew being in a second seat makes sense. Even though she, yep. Drew had a fantastic season, yep. I think it was a second seat fantastic season to where she gave us a lot of like armchair laughs and a lot of, you know, this kind of stuff. But I don't think it was always forefront with her, but she was just like the the ancillary character that we love laughing at for her drama. So that made sense to me. But I agree. Sonya being on the end made sense. Made too, sense too. <laughs> Candy being at the end did not make sense to me. I, I wouldn't have called that. I I was mad. Yeah, it felt the energy felt completely wrong. Mm-hmm. It like absolutely switched Candy and Sheree. Absolutely. I have a theory. I want to ask you too, because do you think that they saw Candy's dress and were like, "You've got to be on the end. You can't be." Because oh. when you think about it, oh, I, I always think about people with trains. I know. I was like, you tend to think about it. People with trains usually sit at the end because they've got to like go somewhere, but they can't go next to. I don't know if that would ever factor in because I'm sure they 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 account for that all the time. I'm sure they're I like. Know. I'm sure they think about like how's what like think of Jen Sean or dumbass feathers. Ugh. I hated that dress so much. It was the worst. Like, leave it to Cardi B. That's not for you, boo. <laughs> uh, horrible. Sonia, Sonia brought the wrong energy to this reunion. Brought somber. I don't know. I, I don't understand shit going on with Sonia at this reunion. So you're going to have to help me out with that. Uh, <laughs> she didn't understand shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> she brought... Um, she was like right away. She was like just sad. I'm like, mm-hmm. mm, not the right vibe. You're mm. very weird. I can tell Andy wasn't loving her energy either. Uh-huh. He was so like, somebody on Twitter said it best. They were like the two people that did the most shit talking this season were doing the most tears at this reunion. And I'm like, yeah, it's so bizarre. Like, why the fuck is Sonya crying about Drew? You I made it very clear that you don't like her. I don't understand. And Drew, like they had good moments and they kind of like I whatever, we'll get into it. Right. So the bone collector counter segment was fantastic. Fantastic. And I said it in my post on Instagram and I'll say it again. I mm. wish they would play with the Beverly Hills cast like this. The re- I wish th- and here I know that they can't because they're so fucking sensitive and they'd be like, oh, but that's why I mm-hmm. want them to do it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I want them to do that. I just want to like, just just run that package and just see what would happen. Mm-hmm. Like run a trolling package like that, because the Atlanta women just have to sit there and take it. Right. What if they ran a package like Kyle? You did a lot of pot stirring this season, but Rena, so did you. Let's take a look at who did more. And they did a counter mm-hmm. of every time they like one of them. W- Imagine. They would be just st- all like Dorit would just be her eyes would just be wide open and Erica's eyes would just be wide open because they would not know what to do because mm-hmm. they have this fucking alliance mm-hmm. where they can't say anything. Exactly. It wouldn't work there. And that's that's the biggest shame because like that's I feel like that's one of the reasons why I people we, we all felt kind of polarized about this past season of Salt Lake City. And the reason why I didn't enjoy it personally, I feel like 
every time I watch, I feel like there's just like this big black cloud yes. over Salt Lake. And I'm like, this is so draining and just yes. like, not like I, I love like a drama filled season, but like I love it when there's a, as much fun mixed in it. That group of people and Beverly Hills, I don't know if they know how to have fun. So it's not fun for me to watch. And I like to have fun when I'm like, I work way too hard. I like to have mm-hmm. a little fun when I'm watching my TV. So I don't that group you couldn't do it with. And that's a shame. And that needs to change. And that is what we really did used to get with early Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. We, I miss Kyle and LVP when they were friends. They were really good mm-hmm. besties. Mm-hmm. They were good, fun, little like rule breaky, you know, silly yep. friends. But, you know, that's long gone. Um. All right. So Andy asks Drew a viewer question. He goes, did you bring any bones with you? And Drew <laughs> Drew like tries something with Sheree and Sheree actually does like a good outmaneuvering of this moment. Mm-hmm. So Drew goes, Sheree just left some bones. So I gave them to her and Sheree just goes, stay stoked. She goes, I left some bones. And I was like, oh, that was the right way to play it. Mm-hmm. And so then Drew doesn't know where to go. She's like, you had your chihuahua doing your dirty work. So I gave her bones and Sheree just goes, hmm. and then like the birds they keep cutting away to the birds they do it's so random and weird it's hilarious you could tell they underestimated how loud those birds would be because there are so many clips where like the bird they couldn't cut the birds out because they were just Mm -hmm. chirping that loudly they were like we didn't think that they'd be that loud they're probably like four (laughs) birds right they literally built the most beautiful set like in housewives history but like gorgeous Literally, we we maybe should have done some fake birds. I don't know, <laughs> just empty cages or something. I don't know. <laughs> I agree. Uh, but then, so Andy tries to ask another question, but Sheree keeps going, and so Drew doesn't even hear. Sheree's like, "You just couldn't handle Fatum," and Drew goes, "Oh, I handled her," and Sheree goes, "Nope, you kept running." And Andy goes, "Did you even hear what I said, Drew?" he's like oh no i didn't (laughs) no i didn't so then andy asked sheree did you know the bones fatum collected about drew and ralph before like they got all into it and sheree's like no i didn't i like i thought fatum was not going to repeat it because honestly like i don't think ralph is gay like that's and drew drew was like okay question what was Anthony to you? Okay. What was Anthony to you? And Sheree goes, Hey, you know what? Why don't I call Anthony? And I love Andy's like, please don't. Right. <laughs> and now that's something he's See? very consistent with. He hates phone calls at the reunion. I, but you know, when he did allow it, when Bethany needed to call uh, uh, the daughter and. Mm, mm. Mm. Although that was That's a fine. really powerful phone call. I just re- I forget, you were to remind me. I was like, oh, forgot about, that. you know, I love a reunion. I rewatch reunions like all the time. I, when Atlanta I can't find to watch them, especially. Like, oh, yes. Yes. Love that. I forgot when she made that phone call. Mm-hmm. And Luann was so pissed. So pissed. I think Jules brought up something that she wasn't supposed to. <laughs> because, you know, I because what I just pulled the other day because I was pulling weird clips um, mm-hmm. when Luann the very next season she see Dennis and Bethany go to an event together. And Luann's like, so Dennis, how did you two meet? And Bethany's like, are you kidding? Like, <laughs> you, you know, you know how no Tinsley Tinsley's like, but you know how they met. Right. And Luann's <laughs> like, no, I don't. And Bethany's like, <sighs> last reunion. Don't you? And, and Luann goes, 
Oh, <laughs> but it goes so over her head that in her interview, she goes, well, I was just trying to make pleasantries and start a conversation. God, she's is so, Luann. OK, <laughs> like I can't even get into that. That is a whole other black hole that I <laughs> go down. I can't even start that one. <laughs> oh, my God. I cannot. And now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. You know, when you go into those thought spirals and your anxiety spikes and you start to just go down that rabbit hole of gloom and doom, a therapist is good for these moments because through therapy, you can develop solutions and problem solving techniques. And it helps you to recognize when you're going down these rabbit holes and you can pull yourself out of it with tools you get from therapy. Now, I've been in and out of therapy my whole life, but in 2020, I really needed to talk to somebody because my thoughts were very hopeless, and I didn't even know what a therapist could say to make me feel any better, but mine helped me rationalize my catastrophic thinking, and I was able to slowly see the light and come out of a really dark place. And my anxiety and my depression, I just improved immeasurably. And honestly, it saved my life. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's entirely online, so it's convenient, it's accessible, and it's affordable. You can get matched with the therapist just by filling out a brief survey. And if for whatever reason you don't love the therapist that you get paired with, you can switch anytime. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash she speaks today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash she speaks. Okay, so Drew, this was this is one of this is the only accolade I'm going to give to Sonia. Mm-hmm. Drew, because she's sitting in front of Sonia, right? So she gets a good mm-hmm. one in. She's like, Drew, you know, Sonia doesn't have a mind of her own, and she gives her the cold shoulder. Uh, she's like, you know, she's like, oh, she's a runner, like whatever. And I was like, how is Sonia going to recover from this? How is she going to recover from this? That made me laugh out loud, literally, when Drew said it. She was like, you don't think I have a mind of my own? She said, no, you're a runner. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. I was like, Sonia, you're fucked because when you're mm-hmm. when, when you're behind someone and they can give you like their back, like you're. But she does go and she said, we've been on this earth the same amount of time and you've only been able to accomplish accomplish mediocrity at best. Mm. Okay, you get well done. I will mm-hmm. give you that. We'll give you that one. We, that is the last thing, unfortunately, that you yeah. got, Sonia. Mm. I, you know, yeah. I do root for her, but it wasn't great. It wasn't I need a second best. season out of her. I need to see how yeah. she progresses yeah. as a housewife. Yeah. yeah, I'm intrigued. I'm if intrigued. she, I hope they bring her back because Andy looked not too happy with her. So I, because <laughs> usually reunions are like an audition for the second season. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. But I mm-hmm. hope, I hope she comes back because I see potential. Yes. Um. All right. The charades package. Oh Jesus! <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> um. <laughs> Andy's like, okay, but wait, you know, if I go on shebuysheree.com, there's nothing on there. She goes, because it's going to launch 
at the season finale. How convenient. And he's like, I'll be able to go on there and I'll be able to buy something. She's like, yes. Now, nothing, of course, nothing we saw on the runway. Can you purchase? No, 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 no. no. None of that is available. No, no, no. no. Nothing there. (laughs) Um, And Sheree is still the spring summer moment. That whole thing. She's like, I was just thrown off, you know, because my kids have always been my number one focus. (laughs) And, and Andy's like, well, why not just say that? Like, why right. not just say? And she's like, I don't know. Everyone just wants me to do it. It's like everyone just wants you to be yourself, Sheree. Like, literally, right. no one would be upset if you were like, I honestly just can't right now. I, I got to focus on my kids. Would anyone have felt? Wouldn't we have been happy if she said something honest for once? Something adult and mature. I would have loved that. But she always is so shady that that's what makes us like obsess over it. Uh-huh. And now with that, even that cut though, it's kind of a stupid ass response. Cause like Drew, I'm so glad Drew was in this moment because Drew's like, you've been do taking care of your kids. Like your kids have been like grown this entire time. And she's like, they haven't been grown the entire 14 years. And then Drew's like, So you don't pay people because of your kids? And I'm like, oh okay. <laughs> I love there were a lot of moments where I like audibly laughed. Oh, same. This is the probably the one where I laughed the hardest because that was fucking funny to me. Same. Um, God. Uh, Marlo actually knows the president of Fendi. A flex. That's a flex. And he even hooked Andy up. Mm-hmm. Andy's like, I can vouch like she does. Came to watch what happens live. Gave baby Lucy some clothes. Like, Ooh. wow. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. Um, then they shifted. I got annoyed. They shifted it over to Candy throwing shade. Uh during speak on it mm-hmm. and Sheree pretends like she didn't say a word about candy this whole season so weird i was so confused by that her and that pretend amnesia that she always has she's like what did i say i said something about candy i did me i'm like see this is when you lie and this is when it gets annoying yes <laughs> this is you when you do that lie thing right because us the audience we could easily call back to like 19 times where you've thrown shade at candy this season that we were shocked at actually. Yes. Like when she says, how about when you guys were sitting outside talking about me? Like that was bad. Hello. That was dirty. That was very dirty. And then, and then Sheree's like, well, like when you were talking about Tyrone, you mean that was the same as you talking about candy sucking dick and being a slut and what? The Tyrone? guy that you broke up with because you said that he was using you and that he was no good and prison bay that none of your family had met. You're mad because she shaded him. Oh, I'm so mad. Okay, <laughs> I'm so mad at you, Sheree, for this moment because Candy just she always gets in trouble when she retaliates, mm-hmm. and that makes me mad for her because it's like you came for her first, she retaliates, and mm-hmm. then it's how dare you, Candy? Well, right, every time. And then I think they also get mad because Candy has the organizational business skills to have speak on it. She mm-hmm. she, she knows how to act. Sheree couldn't. Sheree no. couldn't figure out how to produce and create a YouTube channel that would air the the day of the night of an episode. <laughs> you know, she'd no. be putting that out three days later and it'd be late all the time and she right. get it done. 
Oh, boy. I don't even know who would help her in that situation. It's, no, it, seriously. So Candy just knows how to, she's just smart and she knows how to present herself and present her arguments. And so she's in trouble because she got a platform. She gave herself a platform and an opportunity to clear up things because, mm-hmm. you know, the after show isn't enough. They're going to edit it the way they want to edit it. Right. So she's like, I know what they do. So I'm going to go do my own thing. Mm-hmm. And don't, don't worry, Bravo, you'll have access to all of it. It's totally yours. I would never, you know, she doesn't get herself in trouble. She knows she's got lawyers. Mm-hmm. So they're just Which Sheree doesn't. <laughs> Which Sheree doesn't. Very. I feel like Candy, that's one thing you can never take away from her. She tries to help everybody, like literally everybody. I feel like we can point to something she's done outside of the show for almost every cast member that has come back to almost bite her in the ass too because they're never appreciative of it kim kim the way kim fucked her out of so much money so much money oh Think i'm about so her mad Por- about that her and portia fell out after portia literally like when going through a divorce and put her in her place so she would have some actual income oh yeah oh my Hello? god why i just i just got mad because i remember her <laughs> play was supposed to go on tour and i like bought tickets i was like oh. ready to go And then, like, I guess, like, they were dealing with, like, a shady guy who, like, uh, do you remember that Mother's Love? Do you remember that play? Yeah. Like, they were going to go on tour, and the guy was super shady, but he was, like, they didn't know he was using money from, like, the previous shows to, like, like, pay the guy for the next city. So, like, if they didn't sell out, he probably couldn't pay the guy and still pay, like, the cast and crew. Like, so it ended up being a mess. Oh, that's why they had to shut it down. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sucks. That was the lo- oh, they because they vague they vaguely touch on why they had to shut it down. Right. Oh man. Um. Okay. A viewer writes in asking Sheree. She's like, "How can you dare say anything about Drew's business when it took you 14 years to launch your own?" Hello. And Sheree says, "Well, you see, because I'm fashion." Oh. Are you though? Are you? <laughs> Are you fashion? Mm. Because we're Hilarious. looking at AliExpress mm-hmm. sets, and we're looking at a at a hoodie with a star that's like seven dated. inches and dated and Ugh. yellow and uh, yellow on gray, like. Ugh. And she said, and Drew doesn't represent fitness. And Drew has a great, she says, I represent health and wellness. And then she claims that Sheree got her booty done. <laughs> Which I don't think, right? We don't think Sheree. No, we think, I don't think Sheree's Sheree. all natural. Sheree yeah, has been working looks, that body out forever. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's looked like toned and muscular since she's been on the show. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't think so. Sheree, like when she like years and years ago when we first started the show, she was just thinner. But now she's just mm-hmm. like gained weight to like that muscle. Like she just looks yeah. that's that's Sheree's body. Mm-hmm. Um, But Drew really does a good job here. Like I was like, oh, she nailed it. She said, I just would have loved some more support, but I didn't receive it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> way to play a girl way yep. to, you know, you were being very inconsistent with the way you explain this business and yes. you didn't just say like, it's her business, but I am now representing it and helping it get more publicity, which is mm-hmm. we all would have understood that. Right. She wants me to help her grow the business. That is not weird. That is totally normal and helpful. It feels like housewives like 
I feel like they're ashamed to like admit that they get help with stuff. And I don't know what, I don't know if they feel like it loses a part of like the affluence. If you, you know, you're exceeding, you're, if you're not just like, Oh, I came from the bottom. Now I'm here. You know, if you can't tell that story, then they almost don't want to tell a story at all. Like Karen it's Huger. Weird. Karen Huger. Yes. It's like, just Girl. say, just say, oh, well, this woman had this program. It wasn't doing that well. I'm looking to lose weight. So we partnered. Mm-hmm. I, I was successful. So she's like, what if you were the face of it? And we did this together. Right. Wouldn't we all have been like, awesome. Cool. Like, that's great. I would have been like, oh, wow. So Drew, like, took a great opportunity. She actually used the program. It worked for her. And now it's working for other people. Great. That's amazing. Wouldn't that have been so normal and totally accepted. <laughs> and now, I mean, as a Housewives fan, I'm glad she didn't because we got some great fucking yeah. episodes out of that. But right, we got we as got, a regular, <laughs> we got ooh, so many people. We got that out of it. We got one we got of the Kenya, best lines. Kenya looking directly into the camera like she's on the office. All <laughs> like, of that. No, you did not. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Um, then we <laughs> then we get uh, the viewer question. Sheree, are the rumors true that you don't pay your bills? And is that why projects always take so long? And <laughs> Andy says, uh, do people who send you bills get paid? <laughs> <laughs> and Sheree says, depends on what it is. But then I love that Kenya starts to jump in and Andy's like, listen to Kenya. Because yes. you can tell this is like, because this is gross. It, this is a gross. This is an intervention. Reputation. This is an intervention. Yes. <laughs> a financial intervention. <laughs> this isn't okay anymore, Sheree. We are no. stepping in to tell you something right now. Yes. And Kenya explains that unless you have something written explicitly in this contract that, you know, I re- I reserve the right to not pay you if I don't like what you do. You pay them and then you just don't use them again. Mm-hmm. You know, and she doesn't Sheree look so confused by what Kenya is saying to her. This How are is, we explaining this to a grown woman? I, I This is unfathomable to me. Are you kidding me? This is you know what this is? This is. Tamra having to tell Shannon Bedore that she has to pay her water bill yep. to keep her water on. Yep. Why wouldn't why why don't what why don't why don't you know that? Yep. Really? <laughs> this Sheree was like, wait, so you you still you still pay him even if you don't even if you don't <laughs> like it? <laughs> Jesus. Kenya was so sweet though. She was like, yes. I'm not going to be mean i she was like be nice kenya be nice kenya mm-hmm. kenya her inner voice was like you're gonna be nice you're gonna be nice mm-hmm. and they kept it moving because yep. and, andy was beaming he was smiling he was so happy they were addressing this because he's i'm sure i'm sure producers have had to deal with countless contractors countless makeup artists that have been like that bitch did not pay me right and they're like, I'm sorry, like, you know, maybe they've even had to front a few bills because they're like, oh, let's just pay it because we feel bad. You know, who knows? I'm making I'm completely making that up, but I don't know. We had that whole episode talking about how they're like her trying to get the, you know, the models on camera. So they'll make the show so they probably will pay for it. So I'm sure she does that kind of shit a All lot when she's on the show. That's probably why she only lasts four seasons every time she's on here. It's kind of like, 
okay. They can't we've, afford we've it more, anymore. Right. We've, we've more than contractually filled our obligation to you. Come <laughs> back in another four years and we'll try it again. Maybe maybe she's learned how to like handle this. Maybe she's taken some uh, some e-Cornell classes or something. She's actually learned this. Like, I don't know. This really was an intervention, though. They're like, we are stepping in. Mm-hmm. Okay. They asked Candy, why do you use off this part confused me? And maybe you can enlighten me because I was confused by this. OK, why do you use off camera stuff to talk about people and shade people and throw them under the bus on speak on it? And then they show this example. As as proof, and all it is, is her saying, where'd the money come from for she by Sheree? Where did the money come from? Am I missing so, something? So I think they worded. I think he said why do you use off-camera stuff to like take digs or shave people on camera? And then he referenced, he said, like when you uh, talked about the people, you know, that deal with Dennis when he was with Portia and he did with a couple of things, but I'm like, that's like directly ties into the season though. So like, why wouldn't that be in, I don't know the examples he gave like direct examples, but like, I couldn't understand why they wouldn't be relevant on the show if these people are on the show too. It's like it doesn't make sense. Like it's, I know I, it's off it's off camera tea, but like, I mean, it's made it to the blogs. Why not talk about it? Y'all talk about every damn thing else. Yeah, Weird. I just felt like they were really trying to act like Candy's speak on it was just something so so late. It's like what you said. They're trying to make it. They're trying to act like this is Doctor Heavenly's yes. channel. <laughs> It is not even close to that. Not even Candy literally gets on there. Heavenly gets on hers for the sole purpose of starting shit. <laughs> Candy gets on hers to respond to about the things that these people say about her. Yeah. Point blank period. She and might bring somebody some on about her. Yes, they do. So she has the right to talk about it. Marlo. Mm. Now, now this is where Marlo takes it to a place that looks so stupid. Yeah, so stupid. She goes, Todd is the one she goes. Why were you saying you helped me? Todd, Todd messaged me out of the blue. So uh, weird. And and why would I ask you about shows when you don't produce? And she keeps acting like she's like, why would I you bring it up every week for no reason that you helped me? You helped me. Why would I? (laughs) Why would I go to you? You don't produce shows. She keeps saying this over and over again, but she looks she looks like she knows that she doesn't know what she's talking about. Like she looks like she knows she doesn't know what she's talking about, but she's trying to like be mm-hmm. be bold. And finally, Andy steps in and he's like, well, she pitches shows all the time. Right. Candy's had like 98 Bravo shows. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> like the fact that he steps in and does that, it's like, you look really dumb right now. Mm-hmm. Like she pitch, like that's what she does. Like, right. She pitches shows because then she's a producer and like, then that's what she does. Mm-hmm. And so candy starts doing that thing. I hate, I hate when candy gets to this point because she, she screams and like, I just feel like I want to make her, I'm just like, don't let her get to you that much, but she's right. I can only imagine though, like when the way she stuck her neck out for Marlo to have Marlo then be like, you didn't do anything for me. That must that would I can't even imagine mm-hmm. like I cannot even imagine that would boil my fucking blood. The, to know that you had conversations and you had contracts and you had a show and you had it all lined up and have to be like, why would I? What are you talking about? You don't help people. <gasps> <sighs> 
I I would just it would drive me crazy. But anyway, Candy's screaming and then Sheree goes, hey, guys, this is supposed to be Sheree's section right here. Right. <laughs> kind of love that. Again, Atlanta, mm-hmm. Adla- Beverly Hills could never. No. <laughs> Beverly Hills could never. Mm-mm. We get into the the Tyrone stuff, but it's it's like blah, 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 blah. Nothing we haven't said before. Blah, blah, blah. We got right. it. We got it. We got it. <laughs> but then we get into the Martell stuff. Uh, <sighs> uh, <laughs> I like when Andy goes, what does he do? And Shrey goes, what does who do? the person you're talking about what do you mean um well he's on another show he does real estate and he has a new a new wine line (laughs) okay and then a viewer why would you get with him after what he did to his ex-wife do you ignore red flags and andy what did he do to his (laughs) ex-wife kenya he cheated cheated multiple times cheated cheated and then uh the last one he had a baby <laughs> she said it twice too. I don't know why she felt the yes. need to say it twice. She's like, I'm not sure if the audio picked that up. The right. last time he had a baby. Did you get that? Yes. Let, me, let me get to my microphone. The last right. the last time he had a baby. Did you guys <laughs> Mike in the audio room? Did you get that? Okay, good. Just making sure. Can I just give everyone a quick rundown of why Martell is terrible? Oh, yeah. And why people are so like afraid about this. Yes. So for those of you that don't watch. Oh, it's all coming together. For those of you that don't watch Carlos King's show, uh, Love and Marriage Huntsville, one of the stars <laughs> of the main couples, I know it all It all t- transitions, Virgo's group, <laughs> baby. <laughs> I, like, so one of the main couples is Melody and Martell Holt. They've divorced now, but... Thank God. He, they, Yes, thank God. So they started off like as this couple that like no one can break them up they're impenetrable but then it's like halfway through season one we <laughs> found out there were tons of cracks in this marriage like he's been like caught cheating before and like all kinds of stuff she was to the point where she was going to divorce him but by the end of season one she got pregnant <laughs> so of course they stayed together because babies fix everything so they stayed together had the baby of course, nothing gets better. They stay okay for a while. But then she finds out at some point, I think during season two, that he's still been in contact with this woman that he's been cheating with. I think they were on a road trip and she called the phone and she, Melody answered. She's like, who is this? And the girl was like, put Martell on the phone. So like with his wife getting like all kinds of attitudes, like that kind of stuff. And so... They, you know, obviously get into it. Melody finally decides at some point, like, no, this is ridiculous. And then that's when the blow comes of I'm expecting another child outside of this marriage. And so that's when it kind of like kaput marriage ended. But then he does the thing that every true toxic ass man does. Now that they're divorcing or getting divorced, he makes it a point to go around to everybody they know. And he wants them to know, well, I wouldn't have cheated if Melody was doing everything she was doing as a wife and as a mother. And if she was doing this and doing that. So, of course, blaming his infidelity on his wife. 
super gross, super yeah. toxic, always telling her, belittling her and just, yeah, just very but mind then off, fuckery, mind fuckery. But then, of course, off camera, begging her through text messages, please take me back. I want to be with you. Uh, you know, you're the one I love and all this kind of stuff. And then when they divorced, got right with the girl. And then, of course, now with Sheree. So very, very crazy. I love that the girl got on. I don't know. Did we talk about this on here? She got on social media, right? Yes, she's all she's always cutting up on social oh, we media. We did but, talk about this where she yes. said, where she said word of advice, don't get with the married man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like we we weren't, but okay. Thank we're you. We're like, what? Thank don't, you, Oprah. Don't, Appreciate oh, it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Quote of that that's like a Joe Joe Gorga would be, like put that as a quote. Yes, next to, to a it. cactus, exactly. Next to a cactus. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's not just that he cheated; it's like that he's a piece of shit. Exactly. He mm-hmm. like uh, I only got to the middle or almost end of season two, mm-hmm. and the way he talks, like the way he gaslights. Yes, it's it is like you want to punch him in the face. If you pick back up season three, ooh, they get into some arguments. I don't know if you got to the yeah. Season three is where like. Melody and him try to go to counseling and Ooh. she picks up that glass and she throws it at that. T- oh, that is a they go to Vegas there. Oh, my God. That if you continue your journey, that is a season. They had to be broken up multiple times because they were at their angriest that season. Who? Yeah, no, it. Yeah. He humiliated her. Yes. But, you know, she also oof, it was ugly. It was very yeah. ugly. So, yeah, that's who Sheree's dating. Yeah. In, in, in theme, though, um, to to her yeah. credit, very much on theme with the kind of guy she dates. So, yeah, you know. and she goes, of course, he's an attractive guy, you know, but, you know, <laughs> that's never been my thing. And Kenya says, we know we've met Bob. <laughs> back to back. Oh, Kenya was on one this reunion. She was cracking me up the she's, entire time. She's like, until we get to my package and the whole Marlo me package, I'm just going to have fun. Mm-hmm. And we love that. Okay, the Drew Sonya package. Okay, I have a couple clips that we need to dissect. Okay. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> Drew is the only okay. Drew's the only one that Sonya doesn't talk to because they're not cool anymore. Mm-hmm. Sonya, the Drew's like Sonya went to my mom's 77th birthday. I introduced her to some people, and Sonya's like, Who'd you introduce me to? And she's like, <laughs> Shamia was there and she's like, okay, okay, okay. So she <laughs> says that Drew, Sonia's like, here's my problem. I did have a conversation with Drew, right? She says that whole thing that mm-hmm. I did, in fact. I'm gonna play because I went back to the episode where mm-hmm. they <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna say, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, so this is I I took out the unnecessary parts just so that we could hear from the episode where they did have the conversation what they say mm-hmm. back then okay 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 no i'll say something i was um talking to kenya earlier today and i've been trying to talk to drew for a couple of days i was hoping to have the conversation with just me and you but i just been wanting to talk to you about some stuff so why not drew i don't i don't understand the faces this no is- because we've been talking the whole time so i'm just like confused i'm like like, why, why, why are we talking about it in front of everyone? Like, she came to my room and we talked. 
<laughs> you could have said it then. Drew, what Artez I'm did your makeup. When I went to Drew's room, if she didn't have 85 people in the room because she always got the biggest entourage, I don't know if she competing with Beyonce. And so it just didn't feel like the right time in the room, and I felt like she knew that. So I'm just confused why you're making this speech in front of everybody like this. I started off the conversation saying, I want to have the conversation with you by yourself. Then when Kenya said she wants to open up the table, I felt, okay, why not have the conversation with you now? And I feel like the reason, like, you've been getting into it with people is because you're not getting been... into it with people. You haven't been getting into it with people? You have gotten into it with had a moment, and it's resolved. Like, listen, when I'm somebody's friend, I rock with them. And I feel like I haven't been able to, like, fully rock with you because some of the stuff you're doing, I don't agree with. And so all Girl, I'm saying is... I came and picked you up when you had a car accident. We could have talked about this in a car ride. Drew, like, then, okay, well, if you, if you don't want to talk about it now, but we don't have But I just feel like to. you're trying, and no, I don't... Try I don't, I don't, you were just in my problem. room earlier, and we was laughing. Listen. You don't listen. Okay. Huh? Huh? I had to lotion up after that. See, that made me a little ashy. I don't Oh, oh Sonia. Doesn't that? Okay. But then in this one, she says... When Drew said I didn't say anything, Drew lied. Why are we talking about it in front of everyone? Like, she came to my room and we talked. <laughs> and you could have said it then. I actually told her exactly the you conversation. what? So you had a conversation off camera. Yes, is what you're I had a conversation. It wasn't. Do that not didn't lie, happen. Drew. Uh, do no. not lie, Drew. In front of your husband you, and the makeup artist, I told you that I had a conversation with Kenya. I told no, you. you didn't. You said Drew, we're going to talk. Drew, Just, today you are going to be honest. I know God knows Ralph knows. Drew, you know I came to your room. No, no, no. And I told you, I said, I had a conversation with Kenya today about how I was feeling about you. I wanted to say to her, yo, when Kenya brings it up, because I figured Kenya was going to say something. I said, this could be an opportunity for you to say, damn, is that how I'm showing up to the group? And you could and you could have a conversation. And she's like, oh, cool, cool, cool. I got on the couch and she blindsided me. And that's why I was stuck on that couch. Because like, damn, you act like it's the first time you're hearing this. Did that conversation happen? Do not happen? lie, Drew. Uh, Do no. not lie, Drew. She came to my room. Tell them what, yeah, tell them exactly what happened in the okay. room then. That was actually on camera because there was producer cam. So if we No, no, there was no the producer footage, cam when I came there, and spoke there, to you. It was there, me, you, Ralph, and the makeup artist. I'm not gonna Tell do, the truth, so, Drew. Am okay. I talking? Talk. Or? Okay, because I still don't know what the issue is. You came to my the room. The issue is you, you got betrayed your, my hold, trust. Are you going to let... No, I the, betrayed your trust. Yes, because How? you lied That's in front of the girls. Room. You were okay. different on camera and off it's camera. And Drew, on camera, you overtaught me. There's You're not no difference. Okay, I can't. Lies of the lies of the lies. Doesn't it just sound like she's she starts with one thing and then she goes to the next thing when that's mm -hmm. not working? She, if Sonya were just to admit that she came on here with a preconceived notion, she's watched the show for fourteen years. She knew whose friend and team she wanted to be on. Then just say that. I would respect that a whole lot more. Just say I came in with preconceived notions. Me and Drew were only modest friends. You know, you got to kind of cover it. So just say we weren't the closest of friends. We were just, you know, uh, good acquaintances before this. And I didn't see the side of Drew. And it just, you know, took me away. Say something to where none of this we believe. Because if you were stuck on that couch, you wouldn't have been confirming literally everything that she was saying makes no sense and you said that there was no producer cam we saw the producer footage in the room remember when you talked about the entourage they literally went in the room and showed all of the people in the side of the room and then why did you say that in your confessional that because there were the people there you didn't have a conversation hello and so this is Portia Williams level investigative journalism i like this <laughs> i like this <laughs> so I don't mm -hmm. mm -mm, because 
it's it's the confessional, the Sonia confessional that gets me from that episode. You in your confessional said that you did not have that conversation because you could not have that conversation because there were too many people in the room. Nope. Now you're saying that you definitely had that conversation that God knows about. And now now Drew betrayed your trust. That's what you're mad about. That she betrayed Weird. your trust. Weird. Nope. The tears make, I'm sorry. That's why I had to mention it. I like the tears make no sense to me. I I can't figure them out. Well, especially because, okay, so it starts where, where they talk about like the clout chasing, you know, the accusation mm-hmm. that she was clout chasing. And she's like, well, no, I wasn't. Cause at first I brought, at first I invited Drew and she doesn't even have that many followers. Uh, but so if I was clout chasing then that, and then she starts crying there and she's like, she goes, you have to stop acting and start being real at some point you're not cool bro you're not cool <laughs> uh and then you know it's like we don't have to talk about it anymore and drew goes oh we're gonna talk about it and he goes i'm actually i'm over talking about it to be honest <laughs> and then of course let me ask you a question she's crying and drew she has tears <laughs> i like it I love Candy's reaction. She's like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Kenya's like, that's the same thing. Yeah, (laughs) that's crying. That's crying. I had some people drop down in my comments and they were like, is it kind of weird that I understand what Drew meant in that moment? And I was like, well, what does she mean? Because I did not understand it. I thought it was just Drew being Drew. So I was like cracking up about it. And they were like, well, I feel like anybody can like you know kind of make those tears come but she like wasn't genuinely crying and i feel like that was drew's way of saying this doesn't feel genuine to me this feels like this is a stunt or and that's why she had that whole like or is she an actress that Uh kind of moment that so i'm like "Mm, maybe i maybe i see that i don't know because andy goes she's not a trained actress she goes or maybe she is because she did pretty (laughs) good with me (laughs) <laughs> well honestly though she like this is like sonya you're taking it too far mm-hmm. let it go what were you even like to begin with what were you upset about back Weird. then even because you're mad because she's confrontational with people super weird or is it just mad because she because you don't want to be unpopular that's what right. you're mad. it looks like you're mad because you're like i don't want to be your friend because like, everyone's mad at you this is it's so silly because Clearly, you were a fan of this show beforehand, and you know right? how like this go. You know somebody could be your worst enemy, episode one, and your best friend by episode five. So like them yeah. fighting says nothing. Like it determines nothing about these shows. So you using that as like a way to like basically, I what it feels like to me. Let's let's break the fourth wall completely. What it feels like to me is they needed someone to introduce Sonya organically on this show. And the only one that made any kind of sense was Drew. They're around the same age. They, uh, you know, Drew has gone on this fitness journey. Obviously, Sonya is the most fit person on the planet. And they like, you know, they're like, okay, that makes sense. Wouldn't make sense to be friends with Marlo because how does Marlo know an Olympian? Like, I don't, you know, unless that's where she's getting her money. You know, I don't, I don't know. I, I can't tell you, but that's literally the only connection. Maybe Candy would have made sense, but I feel like that would have been kind of weird too. So it made the most sense for Drew, but I feel like Sonya got on this show and was like, no, it's time to hitch my wagon to another click so I can get another season. Right. Mm-hmm. So we're not dumb. Right. Little okay. does she know, though, that rarely ever works because 
even if you're still boring and you hit your wagon to someone's phone, <laughs> <laughs> you still won't get another season. Look at Dr. Jen trying to hit your wagon to heaven to bro. So didn't work, boo boo. Oh, that did not work. That was Sorry. a crash and burn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, okay. Speaking. Okay. That was actually a mean segue. Um, I was going to say, speaking of a crash and burn, let's go to Marlo's segment. But that was mean. But that was mean. I'm sorry. Oh, gosh. More tears, though. Sorry. Okay, let me let me clarify what I mean. Mm. I am. What I consider myself an empath, I feel things very deeply, sometimes Mm -hmm. to my detriment. But when. okay. Andy first asked how the rest of her mom's visit went Mm -hmm. and Marlo starts crying and she. She says that she just wants a mom. Sometimes I just want a mom and I see Mama Joy sometimes when she gets me attitude because she's being protective over candy. I wish I had that. I wish my mom would do that. And she goes really quick into I'm so tough. I'm so strong. I just feel like I had to put up a shield right away. Because I ran away at the age of 10. A lot of the girls don't make me feel worthy. This is a big bomb to drop. Yeah. A lot of them back to back to back. Right. And so Andy doesn't know this. So, of course, he's like like any good interviewer. You're Mm -hmm. like, hold on. You said something about the age of 10. Please explain. Mm -hmm. So we get five boss, five foster homes until she aged out of foster homes. So we Mm -hmm. got her mom beat her so bad. She bathed her brother one last time, said she'd be back, never came back. Uh, She first went to a Jamaican family, but he was abusive. Then she called a social worker and then she went to St. Petersburg, Florida, and then they were strict and she was telling people she was strict. Then she told that she had to get out because she cared about her image. Then she went to the next place. And this is where she loses me. And this is where, okay, she like lights up and she goes, and I thought this was going to be my my home because it had a circle driveway and I came home one day and this was like such a performance in this part. And let's take it at face value. How about that? Let's let me say I just believe it. Let me throw let me float something at you. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm a floater. <laughs> if I'm supposed to believe that this is all genuinely her current feelings and her mm-hmm. current her current level of processing, mm-hmm. then you are not ready to be on reality television at this capacity because mm-hmm. this is this level of of reality television. This is like for people who've already kind of processed a lot of their trauma and are able to I mean, granted, they're going to be fucked up, but they're able to speak about their that level of trauma is a lot. That is something that you should have been dealing with in therapy and maybe like even written a book about by now. But like this is not something that you're telling Andy and the group for the first time and unveiling this. It's kind of like trauma dumping mm-hmm. on the group. It's like the op. it's almost like the opposite, but the same is like love bombing in a way. Yeah. It's really weird. And we're like, and so where do you go from this place mm-hmm. as as the responder? You're like, okay, so mm-hmm. uh, Peter from Atlanta says, what? "Hey, Marlo, you were a little rough. Like, what do you do? You know, mm-hmm. like you can't really segue from this." And so, let me ask you then: 
do you think she was kind of setting up her redemption arc for next season? Yeah. Because it, it, also... it feels like the end of these episodes, especially with like seeing her mom, because like I feel like those are related to more than like this, this reunion, like stuff. Like obviously it was like nice learning all of this because like I didn't know about all of the stuff that Marla was saying, but like the stuff with her mom, you can actually see how her mom is and it's a lot more believable and it's just like, Okay, I know I know that girl. I know this mother-daughter relationship. I can re- I I see that. That makes me feel something. Disc almost kind of feels like not to negate anything she's gone through, but it kind of feels like she's almost setting up herself for that, you know, to be the fabled hero for next season in a way. She's going to go to therapy, she's going to work through it all. She's going to get on good terms with Kenya to kind of you know, and then when Kenya doesn't want to be her friend, Kenya's going to be the bad guy because Marlo is the one in therapy working on herself. And it's a whole, it, 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 we've seen it before. We, it, it's going to be history repeating itself almost. It, Candy was one of her, one of the interviews she did. She said that she's like, it felt really rehearsed. Mm-hmm. It felt like a monologue she had worked through and it did. I mm-hmm. like, and I am a crier when it comes to people's stories like this. And I like, didn't feel anything. Right. Like when, when, when Marlo called her sister with her, with the boy, like I was bawling, mm-hmm. like I was sobbing. Cause that mm-hmm. was so genuine. Right. This felt, like she was setting something up or had rehearsed it, but it was it just didn't feel right. It felt out of place. It felt mm-hmm. like the, Andy looked uncomfortable. <laughs> like Andy's mm-hmm. like, this is a lot for me. Um, yep. I don't really know where to go from here. Right. And so then he's like, how has this affected you in your life? <laughs> like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, and she goes, people judge. And then. You know, like now, where are we supposed to go from here? People judging you, not allowing you in circles. Like Kenya said, I'm I'm an ex I'm an iconic ex con. And then she goes, I'm sitting here with you, a media mogul. Uh, I'm sitting here with Sheree, the original OG on this platform, Miss USA, a Grammy artist, a four time track star, a singer, actress. I'm like, this is uncomfortable. First of all, I it was hilarious to me that she had to struggle to kind of come up with something for Sheree. She I agree. Like, Sheree, you're oh girl, what are you? She's uh, like, you are the right. original OG of the platform. You were on this show. There you go. You did this show first. There you yep, go. There you go. That's all I got. That's it. Sorry. Um, but and then she goes, so I feel like I cry and I hurt because I want mommy sometimes. I want daddy sometimes. Oh, it's like she just was laying it on really thick. And I'm going back to this. If you need if you are still at this level of processing in your Mm -hmm. journey, you are not. And I don't think she is. I don't really think she is. I personally for me, whenever I see uh, what is it? BRF, big red flag. Whenever someone like is on reality show like this and they start self like kind of diagnosing himself like this is why i do this and uh-huh. I, I had this in my child i'm always like okay you've clearly like let, let's assume like you haven't gone to therapy obviously but like let's assume that like all this stuff that you're saying is true shouldn't that mean that you're emotionally intelligent enough to recognize the shit that you're doing 
And then you should be able to act accordingly because of that. Cause you're sitting there saying like, Oh, well I, I do this because this is how my mom treated me. And you know, I, I'm, I have tr- trouble forming friendships because no one ever wants me and this kind of stuff. And it's like, you're self-diagnosing. Like no one's told you this. You're just saying it out loud. And that's what makes it feel rehearsed. You know what no that matter reminds who the me person of? Is. Reminds hmm. me of Rena and the grief. Yes, exactly. It's like, okay, so you're aware of it. So therefore, Mm -hmm. shouldn't you be stopping it? It's what she does on social media, too. She shows out then she's like, I'm still grieving. And it's like, yeah, it's like, no, no. If you're super aware of it, then you can therefore stop it. Right. Mm -hmm. And none of these women have heard this whole story before. Right. And and so, of course, Andy's like was getting a peach, a super big deal. Mm -hmm. And she's like, of course, I didn't feel like I had been worthy. Why not me? Blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And so Andy asks Kenya if she if Marlo was the housewife, she expected her to be. And I'm so grateful. And I I, I think it's I like that Kenya wasn't, you know, fooled kind of Mm -hmm. by this whole thing. And she said no. As opposed to like, look, I feel bad for Marlo. Like, I, you know, because that was sort of what she was trying to do, right? She was mm-hmm. trying to set it up so no one could say anything bad. And she said no, because instead of showing people that she did have a good heart, she went the opposite way. Mm-hmm. And Mar- Marlo starts acting like she's like, I look back on those episodes of us being happy together. And, you know, <laughs> Kenya, and I just think, oh, it's so great. And then Kenya goes, yeah, then you turned it all against me and turn on me quick. And Marlo has the nerve to say, I didn't say anything about her husband while while we were friends. Literally, everyone's like, huh? I love when Kenya says, please, let's not do the Donald Trump here today. (laughs) Okay. Oh, boy. But then Andy, like this, these questions are so intense. He says, Mm -hmm. it seems you suffered abuse at the hands of men. So has that affected you? Would you say you've had an emotionally and sexually fulfilling relationship with a man? Goodness. Oh, oh my God. Goodness. I said I had to rewind. I said he said sexually, right? He said mm-hmm. rem- emotionally and sexually. Fulfilled. He always wants to know about the bedroom. That is inappropriate. And see, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm like, okay, Marlo is again. This is a this is outside of his realm of understanding. Mm-hmm. This is also like, remember when um Candy and Todd were talking about surrogacy mm-hmm. and Todd was all weirded out by it. And Andy was like offended that Todd was weirded out by it. And I wanted to be like, hey, Andy, in in the world of white privilege, mm-hmm. we don't always understand why some other people don't know what surrogacy is. Mm-hmm. So it's OK that Todd was like, what the fuck? Someone else carries the baby. Like, what is right. that? That right. is a foreign concept to people. But he was like, does he not know? He was like offended. Mm-hmm. And so what does this guy know what to do with what Marlo just said? Right. He's never had a friend like this. He's another Atlanta therapist is what he is. <laughs> he's, he's Dr. Ken. Yes. All he's over like, again. Let me ask you right now. Have you ever mm-hmm. had an emotionally and sexually fulfilling? And she then she says, I have not because of the things that she has seen when she ran away at 10 years old. And, you know. No one can even imagine the things I've been through. And then they want to call me a prostitute, but they can't bring one guy I've been with. But then they cut over to Candy and Candy's like, mm. like, <laughs> yeah, we can Uh-oh. like, uh, 
because, okay, I'm going to read a tweet that someone posted and it was so accurate. Okay. Marlo said, quote, I worked hard. Well, okay. Can we have some details about it? Give us the opportunity to give you your flowers. We all want to know about your achievements, how you became rich. It could be inspirational. Don't be shy. So let me ask you a very fair question. If you're not a prostitute or you're not, you know, with men for money, which I don't judge that. It's sex work is the oldest profession in the book. Hello. And it should be legalized because we're penalizing the wrong people in this situation. Hello. But we don't know how you have your money and how you came up. And so it's confusing for us when you act like you're insulted by them even daring to say mm-hmm. that you could be a prostitute. They're only saying because that's what we've heard. Because I want to be clear. I even me like I thought the whole dating billionaires billionaires thing. OK, makes sense. But when that like when we weren't hearing like any more about that. If you don't say something, my mind starts to wonder. I'm always, I'm like, okay, Marlo's down there in Miami. Oh. I know how some stuff goes in Miami. I started thinking about like credit card fraud and like oh. all this. Yeah, like so my mind starts to wonder. So that's one of the, of course, it's your business. You don't have to tell me if you don't want to, but my mind's going to wonder imagination if you leave goes it out on there. And, on. Mm-hmm. and they don't call her a prostitute. They don't. They just say but, that you are, you date old rich guys because mm-hmm. that's what we it's not like they're not they're not making it up out of nowhere right stop acting like the like <clears throat> however i don't uh, want to shame marlo she has come up but we just want to know how right <laughs> it's just one of those great mysteries we need to know we need to know it's a solvable one <sighs> all right wow guys this is the longest one we've ever done i'm sorry kendra oh it is i know <laughs> No, I'm sorry. We, had a lot of, we, we, we gossiped a lot like for an hour of this. So we, it's veered, okay. <laughs> we veered. We veered. We veered. Wow. All right, guys. Sorry about that. We will. We will wrap it up. <laughs> we will wrap it the fuck up. Kendrick, mm-hmm. tell everybody where to find you. Of course. You guys can find me on all of the platforms. Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart, all the places. Reality and Comics 2 hosted by me, Kendrick Tucker. <laughs> Follow me on Instagram at Reality Comics 2. That's T-O-O. Come for the memes. Stay for the ridiculousness and the stories. I do polls and everything. So oh my God. come join the fun. Your Emmy, your Emmy fashion polls were out of control. <laughs> I love doing a fashion poll. They They're were just... so funny. The it's Ruffles good. one killed me. <laughs> the best ones are the Met Gala every year because, like, you never know what people are showing up in. So that's always a fun one. I can't wait. Ooh, I know. Um, all right, guys. Like, comment, subscribe, rate, and review. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to support me, please go to buymeacoffee.com slash she speaks bravo and buy me a coffee or two or five. Also, please subscribe to my YouTube channel, She Speaks Bravo with Emily Hanks. And if you haven't already, please rate, review, and subscribe to the pod. Thank you guys. I'll see you on Instagram or TikTok at She Speaks Bravo. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. 
Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.